I'm a young black man doing all that I can to stay. And I see what's being done to my kind every day. I'm being haunted as the rain. My people don't want no trouble. We better know someone. I just want to leave. God protect me. I just want to leave. I just wanna leave. <laughs> 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 Rest in peace to Elijah McClain. Welcome back to my podcast. Start. Sorry to start it off so heavy, but, you know, in these times, it's kind of necessary to be real. Uh, so rest in peace, Elijah McClain. Started off with that. Um, if you're unaware, Elijah McClain, 23-year-old man um, in Colorado who was murdered by police officers as they as they tried to restrain him um apparently he was walking from a convenience store and someone called him and said someone called the police and said that he looked sketchy um he was wearing a ski mask and they said he was waving his arms around um so when the police got there apparently they were trying to um handcuff him i'm not sure for what but they were trying to restrain him and then once they did that uh a struggle ensued and they proceeded to use a now banned uh chokehold on him that caused him to pass out the um, they gave him a sedative from what i understand and then you know he ended up going into cardiac arrest on the way to the hospital and died a few days later um so rest in peace to him uh since then i know his mom has been working on um police reform there and i think that she may have been an integral part in colorado uh officially banning that chokehold again apparently it was banned and it came back and then um yeah so now it's banned again so you know prayers to her and you know her strength this happened last summer um with all the deaths that's this happened recently and i mean they've continued to happen uh it caught shine and of course like i said his mom's work in the state really you know pushed this case to the forefront of news and it's 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 a sad case it's a sad case the officers involved i believe two of them were released from duty for like a couple of weeks or maybe a month or something but then they, they were right back um they're currently still there at the police office wherever they reside in colorado um, so yeah, justice wasn't served. Um, as, as you heard the, the audio, you know, and the video is even worse to, to look at, like none of it was necessary. None of it was necessary from the moment, from the call, like really, and that's where people get it messed up. And, you know, you have all these, you know, what, what people call Karens and all that other stuff. Like 
it starts off with the call. The, the call wasn't even necessary. Like a man walking down the street with a mask on, flailing his arms. I mean, now, if he had something in his hand that was a weapon, if he was, you know, exposing himself to people on the street, you know, maybe. But it's like that is no reason to call the cops on somebody, especially in these times. And last summer wasn't no different than, than this summer. Like like the tensions, the 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 attention to police brutality wasn't any dimmer. Like, it, it, I mean, it was, let's say it was a little dimmer only because now it seems to be people are, are really trying to wake up. Even if it's superficially, even if it's just to follow the trend, people are trying to wake up. So, but it still wasn't dim. Like people knew that police brutality was happening and all that type of stuff. So it just, it's just crazy to see people still, you know, do those things and call themselves being a good citizen, whatever. But, Rest in peace to Elijah McClain. Uh, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, who still, who officers are still working, still going on with their career, business business as usual. Um, so rest in peace to them too, and many, 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 many more. Rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, so yeah, uh, it's been a pretty cool week for me. Um, well, not really week, I guess, uh, you know, weekend into the week flow. Um, a lot has, you know, happened. You know, you had the Fab and Jada battle that I'm going to get into. Um, we had the BET Awards. That, all right, so I guess I can start with the BET Awards. That The, the clip from the beginning was from the BET Awards I, um, of the of the young man singing. And uh, Public Enemy that did a remix to their... Uh, fight the power song so that was i guess it was cool i didn't really watch it i ain't gonna lie i don't i really don't care about award shows even when they are when there's no quarantining and stuff so i really didn't care this time because it was online um but i heard it was good everybody that was tweeting seemed to enjoy it amanda seals apparently did a great job i like amanda seals so that's cool um i saw her perform and she's amazing so that looked good. So I'm guessing everything else looked fairly well. So salute to BET. That's what's up. Um, Griselda didn't win for best group. So that's the only thing I was looking forward to. I was hoping that Griselda would get their props, you know, for what they've done for the culture. But they didn't. They gave it to the Migos, you know, basic. You're <laughs> like like the, the go to. You knew that was going to happen. That's like when Nikki was winning the, the uh the best female rapper award like every year. Cause there was really nobody else that was getting any looks or shine. Um, so yeah, salute to BT Heard They put on a good show. Uh, like I said, I like that public enemy joint. Um, so if you get a chance, like you should check it out. It's featuring Nas and black thought. Um, I saw Rhapsody like, yeah. So check that out. Um, okay. So I'm an asshole cause I didn't turn my phone off, but whatever. I told you I didn't know what I was what I was doing. Um what next? What next? What next did we have happen and go on before we before I get to the battle cuz I feel like the battle I want to really like go through it. Um because yeah. Yeah, it was pretty interesting for all of y'all who didn't see it. Um Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. I do want to talk about Terry Crews. Um, 
and I'm looking for his tweet. Here we go. Terry Crews tweeted out. Now, first, okay, never mind. Terry Crews tweeted out, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. I, I'm only bringing this up because Terry Crews' name keeps coming up in, in, on my feed and in headlines. And it's always for something he's saying against the black movement when like even with uh Gabrielle Union like it's always him against so my question i guess would be now because he's put out like two tweets it's like who who is Terry Crews like talking to like who is he leading why is he talking who's waiting for this who wants to hear this and what the fuck is Terry Crews talking about we must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. How is that possible? How is that possible? We've been fighting for equality for all of these years. How is it possible that Black Lives Matter is not only going to leap the equality, we are going to transition straight into being better? I mean, look, I'm not saying that, you know, we we don't have our uh our uh superior genetics <laughs> and all of that good stuff but we on this in this great nation on this earth we are just fighting for equality so why are you even bringing up a world in which people are trying to transition something that's fighting for equality to be something that's fighting for us to be better than somebody like, what are you even talking about? Who started this dialogue with you that you felt like you needed to say this? What are you seeing, Terry Crews? I just, I don't understand it. These celebrities, like, I don't understand when celebrities just feel like they have to talk. Like, nobody asked you. You could literally think these things and talk to your friends and talk to your wife and talk to your whoever's and have these thoughts and it'd be fine. Like, but why do you feel the need to tweet them? What what inside of you is saying, I have to let everyone hear this? This is going to change the world. It's not. Not that. Not that. For so many years, a people that's been oppressed finally feels like some pride as a whole. Like you see it like you see you see it. People are really standing up and being proud to be black. And I'm not saying they weren't before, like they were ashamed, but now it's it's clear. It's clearer. And people are drawing lines in the sand. So why you choose to be on the opposite side of, you know, the fight for us is beyond me. But it's so many people out there like him that just want to have something to say on the opposite side of the spectrum or have a different perspective. And it's like to be so pressed to say that you just sound stupid. 
like when you talk about these things and you talk about, you know, someone like Elijah McClain and stuff like that. And then people want to go into, you know, black on black crime. Uh, and they, they feels like they're so intelligent by saying, yo, y'all don't say this when, you know, Pookie killing Pookie or whoever. Trey or whoever, you know, whatever black, you know, n- name they try to inject right there. And it's crazy because black on black crime is a myth, right? Of course, yeah, black on black, black people kill black people, white people kill white people, Spanish people, Spanish people, all that, right? But outside of that, it's not like the percentages you see when you look at the percentage of black people killing black people, the percentages of white people killing white people, and the percentages of Spanish people killing Spanish people. From what I've seen on, I think it was 2018 stats, it was black folks were at 70%, white people were at like 62, and Spanish people were at like 42 or 45, one or two. So 70% to 62% is not such of a, a great distance where we run the monopoly on killing our own. You feel me? So that whole idea is stupid. And then out of those 70%, I can almost guarantee you, I would bet my my fingers and toes that the conviction rate for that 70% is a lot higher than that conviction rate for the 62. And then look at the conviction rate for cops being convicted for actually murdering people. I won't say black people, people. Look at the conviction rate for that. So before you start getting into your whole black on black, I feel smarter than you because y'all aren't marching against the neighborhood, then go march against the neighborhood, bruh. Go take you and who people who, th- who think like you and think that there is a, a, a parallel here. Go with your mans or your, or your lady folks or whoever and go, go. Go march and tell them to stop. Or you could get with like-minded people in those neighborhoods that are doing the work because black on black crime and crime in our areas or whatever you want to call it is not just as simple as going in there and saying, hey, guys, stop. It's about a mentality that has to dissolve. It's about a mentality that people have to grow out of. In order to do that, you have to reach out to the youth. You have to reach out to the people in general, but you definitely have to reach out to the youth because if you can get that mentality into them, then they can give that mentality to the next generation and that can start to be the norm. So that's how that type of work happens. It ain't going to be by a march. And that's the same type of work that it's going to take for us to get the freedom and equality we need from the government and, and, and beyond anyway. But definitely in your own neighborhoods, that's the type of stuff it's going to take. So... You're not. So shut up. If you're a black on black, black crime expert, when it comes time to talk about these issues, shut up like Terry Crews. Terry Crews, shut up. So off of Terry Crews, let's see what we have else going on before, because I know the battle. I know the battle going to take me forever. So what? Um, fuck it. We can get to the battle. All right. Fab versus Jada. I was heavily excited about this because I'm a fan of both of them. I am a big fan of Fabulous. I'm a big fan of Jadakiss. I'm a big fan of the locks in general. Um, 
Like, this is the era that I started to really get into rap music. You know what I'm saying? So, as a kid, my mother was, you know, on me about listening to cuss words. I couldn't really listen to cuss words. So, that's how I really got into my R&B swag as a youngster. Because that's the only thing I could listen to. And then later on in life, you know, getting older, you know, you just say whatever. And you listen to what you want. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so this was around the time the music they made was around the time when I started saying whatever, you know, around around that late middle school, um, high school time for me. And um, I was expecting hits after hits after hits after hits. And I honestly was expecting Fab to win this. I said it. I made a little Facebook status and I was like, Fab is going to take this battle hands down. Right. Then I sat at home and I went through and I was playing all of Jada Kiss's uh, features because I was like, well, let me see the features that Jada got because I know he had a lot. But I'm going to see if he got enough to where I can say, OK, he going to kill Fab. He's going to do this. I went through so many features of Jada's that I didn't I never played any song of his. And he still in my mind was winning the battle. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, what is Fab gonna play if he play this? What is, what is he gonna play if he play? No, oh, I didn't know he got the down south joints. He got the, he got the pop song joints. Like Jada has, a, like Jada is probably gonna kill a lot of people in these battles. So I did change my tune, and I'm happy I changed my tune, because this was one sided from the word go. Now, if you had, if you didn't watch it, let me paint the picture. They were in the same room. They both had their DJs. So. I don't know Jada Kiss's DJ. And the reason why Jada Kiss DJ name and the reason why I probably don't know it is because he was doing his job and there was never a need for me to know his name because he was playing what needed to be played. Fab's DJ was called DJ Booth. And I only know that because they kept saying his name and, and Twitter was going crazy behind this man because he was playing like Fab clearly was like, well, I'm gonna let you DJ Booth got it. And DJ Booth never had it, never, not once. And, and they kept having conferences and meetings about it. And it, and it kind of got better towards the end. But I felt at that point, it just was because it was nothing. Like at a certain point, they was going to have to play the hits because, you know, you have to. You have to at least play something. So to start off, they played. So Jada goes first. Oh, so they're in the same room. They got the DJs behind them. They're standing in front. Um, They're, they're sipping, obviously. They're both like already gone. Like Jada's definitely tipsy. Fab is definitely like faded. Like, but it's cool. Like, this is what I want to see. Like, I don't want them to come in here and try to be super professional and like, hey man, like how you gonna do? I have this record. I remember when me and X was in the in the in the, in the studio and it was a a ground. I don't want them to do all that. So yeah, I want them to be faded and talking they trash and you know doing what they doing and they that so that was there it was definitely entertaining jada started it off with blackout blackout is definitely one of them them bangers like one of them if you're not a hip-hop head for all my hip-hop heads you know that's one of them joints and especially in this type of setting so just for y'all who don't know that is dmx's song featuring the locks and jay-z so even if you have never heard that song before um you can go by that name that and say okay that was a song back and like with 98 with DMX, the locks and J. Okay. I'm rolling. So yes, blackout wins that against uh Lil Wayne fab and Ju Joel's is you ain't got nothing. I don't know why he played that, but he played it. 
I don't. I mean, I don't really hate that song, but I just don't know why he would have played it versus Black Eyed. Or maybe he was throwing one out, like you know, if somebody, you know, he so he felt like maybe Jada threw the home run hit out early, so he just threw him something to or give him that win real quick because he ain't feel like he was gonna win anyway. I don't know, but that was the first round. Then Jada comes back with Recognize, and Cassidy plays six. I mean, Cassidy. Fabulous plays six minutes. The jump with Cassie and Lil Wayne. Another Lil Wayne song. He played Lil Wayne back to back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, that's Jada all day. Like, I like that Cassidy song, but nah. Nah. So, Jada, Jada took that. Um, then Jada comes out with Made You Look. Which, again, I feel like is one of them joints that would have been hard to beat. So Fab plays started up uh, with him, Lloyd Banks, Kanye, Swiss, and Ryan Leslie. Um, started up is cool. Started up is cool. You know, it's not it's not a trash song. I mean, they didn't play any garbage. So I, let me say that. You know, let me give that overview before somebody be like, "Man, he was playing some. He was still playing some bangers." I agree, he was. But I guess I just didn't expect him to be countering so soft because, like, made you look is is one of them ones. So I feel like right there he could have took it another direction and maybe 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 made it more debatable. So he might not have took the round, but if he'd have played like make me better right there, make you better right there, it might have it might have, you know, panned out well for him. So then Jada goes with by your side. Uh Fabulous plays Trade It All Part Two uh with, with Diddy and Jagged Edge. Uh I'm gonna get that to Fab, but I like by your side. Um, but trade it all. Definitely going to take that one. So, you know, Fab was doing this thing. DJ Booth was doing this thing. Then they get to the locks off for love, all for the love. And this is where, like I said, it's one of them jumps where I feel like Fab just, he just kind of shit the bed. Like he plays, I'm a do it. While I'm a do it is not a bad song. Like I said before, I used to actually like that song on, um, Loso's way, but that's not, that's not one of your, that's not one of your joints. Like for, for, for this. Like for this, this ain't it. And all for love, all for the love is a is a is a dope song, but it was beatable. It was beatable. So he didn't beat it though. So I give that to Jada. Um, then Jada went into his freestyle bag, and I think by this time he definitely was faded. He definitely was faded. So, cause, but salute to Jada because he spit his he spit his freestyle like kind of effortlessly i mean i know he's professional you know he's been doing it for a while but as as faded as he was he command he he still rocked that he still had control like he was still spitting so he did that fabulous play keep it gangster fab one fab still you know give it to keep it gangster i can't lie so then jada hits him with the world war three again i don't know if fab was throwing throwing this round away because he felt like world war three was unbeatable I don't think that it's unbeatable. I think that Fab has a song that he can play right there that would have given me more debate. But Fab plays a song by with him and Junior Reed called Gangsters Don't Play. I'm not uh, like a, really familiar with that song. I mean, it has like a, a reggae, you know, vibe to a reggae hip hop vibe to it. You know, obviously with Junior Reed. So but no, World War Two takes that takes that easy. Um, then Jada just doesn't play fair at all. Plays banned from TV. Um, Noriega with Big Pun, Nature Cam, Jaden Styles. Anybody who anybody who knows hip hop knows that that's 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 winning. 
especially against Fabulous's Brooklyn, which again is not a trash song, but sorry. Then again, okay, so then Jada plays Blood Pressure by the Locks. Another situation where Fab could have taken a W. And instead of playing something that you know is going to get blood pressure out of here, because blood pressure is a good song, but it could be beat by what Fab has. DJ Booth and F- plays Young OG. While I'm not angry at Young, Young OG, that's, Jada won that. Jada won that. Then this is kind of funny. Jada went into a, 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 a conversation about how um, a story about how the locks had this song. Can I live? Um, that's actually a black Rob song featuring the locks. Um, he said originally was theirs and I guess Diddy ended up giving it to black Rob. So him and fab had a little back and forth about whose song it really was. And it was kind of funny. Like I said, at that point you could tell they were just homies kicking it, sipping, having a good time. And that's always good to see in these. Cause that's kind of what this is supposed to be about at this point. Like it's just about celebrating it. And you know, everybody like kind of just, going down memory lane and enjoying themselves. And so, you know, most of us be at home sipping. So it's, it's good to just see people having a good time. So yeah, they, they got into their little back and forth right here. Um, you know, fab making fun of him talking about, nah, that's, that's black Rob song. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So he, but he combated that song with Jeezy's OJ featuring him and, um, him and Jada. And this is another situation where I'm like, you could have won this round, but you played something. First of all, you played something with Jada on it. That's automatically a W for him because you got to play records that I'm on. I ain't playing no records you on. And they got records together. But Jada wasn't even, you know, messing with them jumps. So that's an automatic W for Jada. Um, and this is really why I got disappointed in Fab. Fab plays this ball drop song. Um, this now he's going first. So they switched the side. So now Fab's going first. He plays ball drop, um, with him and French. I I have like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he chose. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna keep repeating myself. He played ball drop. Ball drop. Go to win against victory. Ball drop. Lost. Victory won. So Jada won. I didn't know that Jada wrote puffy's verse in victory so that's how he played victory so yes victory was going to be ball drop 10 times out of 10 fab comes back with uptown vibes i hate that song with a passion i don't know why but i do he played that versus mighty d block this is the block mighty mighty d block or who we are i just fucked that all up but i hate uptown vibes so yes that's gonna win cleanly jada again then Fab finally starts to play some shit that actually is good and actually, I mean, I guess again, <laughs> not saying it actually is good, but he plays, start playing some, some shit that's going to win some rounds and he plays can't deny it with him and Nate dog. And Jada responds with fuck you from the locks. I love fuck you, but I'm going to go with Fab, you know, RIP to Nate dog. Can't deny it was my shit. Um, then fabulous plays, throw it in the bag with him and dream. Uh, Jada plays knock yourself out. I feel like that's a uh that could go either way. That could go either way. Depending on your 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 forte, like throw it in a bag is one of them joints that you'll hear, you know, still at one of them little day situations, cookout, you know, party, whatever. Um, knock yourself out is 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 definitely dope. So that could go either way. I'll give it to Fab. 
just off of the sympathy love. Um, then Fab plays the Holla Back Young, and I think that's what this is. Holla Back Young, woo, woo. I think that's what this is. Um, versus Jada Kiss and, and Ghostface Run. Uh, I get that to Fab. I get that to Fab. So in the later rounds, he's picking up steam. He then goes to you be killing him. And then I think, I feel like Jada was holding this because then he plays all about the Benjamins and that's a clear, a clear W. Even though I love you be killing them, all about the Benjamins is getting that out of here. Um, Fat finally then plays makes me better. Make me better. Um, and then Jada plays uh, a song with him and Mary J, a DJ Clue song called Back to Life 2001. Uh, make me better is going to take that. So yes, yeah, Fab is picking up a little steam, but I mean, with so much damage done in the earlier rounds, I don't think he has enough. He didn't have enough in him. So then he played Can't Let You Go. And then with him and Lil Mo. And then Jada played Ride or Die, Bitch, with Timbo and Eve in the locks. Sorry, Fab. I'm going to have to go with Ride or Die, Bitch, for this one. So, yeah. Sorry, Lil Mo. Uh, then Fab goes in the, into you with him and Tamiya. Then he tells a story about how... I guess Tamia Ashanti sang on it and then because Tamia was having some type of throat surgery, but then Ashanti was, you know, not available when the video came out. So she was in the video and then it caused a whole stir online because he, because Tamia posted that she never had surgery. And then people were saying, you know, fab wasn't shit and he was toxic. And then, you know how it is cancer culture and all that bullshit. So it was, it was a, it was a little thing there, but you know, Nothing worth really going into too deep. Um, so that went against Jaheem's and Jada's Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough remix is like a, a really underrated beat. Like that shit is fire. But I'm still going to give that to NCU. So Fab does one. So Fab's coming through in the later rounds, but it just ain't enough. And then the last round, he played Breathe. And Jada counters with We Gonna Make It, which is a draw, in my opinion. Like breathe is probably going to beat most other things, but yeah, it ended up being a draw. But the thing was, as much as I'm complaining about what fab did not play to be honest, when I'm looking at this list, there's a lot of stuff that Jada didn't play either that he could have played. So even though I'm saying that fab could have won now, like I said before, going through the list, Jada didn't play. Why Jada didn't play money, power, respect. Uh, Jada didn't play the, the joint with him and um, the joint with him and uh, and what's the what's the damn crunk DJ the crunk D, uh Lil John he ain't play play that joint and he could have like it was some songs he could have got into that he didn't so it's like it's kind of it's kind of a good thing <laughs> that he didn't because I feel like if he did it it would have really been bad like it would have really been a problem for fab that day so the battle was cool it was entertaining um it it definitely was a nice you know monday night you know chilling watching them and then the actual after parties were pretty dope with dj envy and dj clue where dj clue was actually playing the stuff that fab should have played while you know they were battling so maybe next time if fab does this he should get dj clue to do it instead of dj booth sorry dj booth but DJ Clue did a better job just in the after party alone. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty cool event. The verses are getting good. I'm glad they went back to hip hop because they kind of traveled away from hip hop for a while. 
So I'm glad it went came back to some rapping. Um, I mean, they did have the Ti, not Ti, um, Ludacris and Nelly, but that was such a a, a waste because of the com- connection that it was a, it was still came out, but it still was a waste. So coming back to hip hop after the reggae, after the gospel, after the pianos, you know, pretty dope. So I enjoyed myself uh, watching it. I can't wait for the next one. I hope they do something again. Um, I hope they I hope they do some more like hip hop joints of, of like I, they, they supposedly had picked up Bone Thugs and 3-6 and never, never, you know, set it up or whatever. So hopefully it's coming because that's one of the ones I want to see. Like I want to see the like the joints like, you know. Only the real, only the real people that love hip hop coming up in that era we came in. Not even necessarily love hip hop, but you come up in that like two thousand two, two thousand like era where that's the South really started coming up, and you grew up on Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like that battle was real dope, and I went through it, like made a little playlist and all that shit. Like yeah, it should be a good battle. I got three six winning if they do it, but it should be a good battle. So off of the battle, it was good. Salute to timbaland and swiss beats for coming through again with a, with some good quality oh and if you look at the versus battles if you watch them on if you have apple music if you watch them on apple music it is a million times better than watching on ig the quality the quality is good stream wise the audio is good like even when it went out and stopped on ig it was still running on apple music and that was actually when jadakiss was getting into his like his hilarious bag because he was drunk as hell so um yeah so next time they have a versus if you have apple music just go to apple music and watch it there it's it's 10 times better um so that was the battle that was cool so we did have new music that dropped last week um we had black i call him six lack um he dropped a project called six piece hot I believe six piece, six piece hot. Um, and it's pretty cool. It was an EP. So it's not, you know, it's nothing to really judge, I guess. Um, as far as like a real deep dive into the album and, you know, was it, was it dope? And did it hit all the marks that he should hit and blah, 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 going into like a deep synopsis of it. Like, it was a good album. It was a good EP. You know, it's, it's it's black. He he stayed in his his normal lane. He did what he normally does, and you know, it works for him. So he he continued to do it. And yeah, so it's pretty cool if you like his stuff. If you like, you know, you know, kind of chill R and B. That's kind of his bag. So I'm gonna go ahead and play the intro off the joint. Uh, it's called ATL Freestyle. Um. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't think he has any features on this either. I got to look again. Maybe one. Maybe one feature on it. But yeah, here's ATL Freestyle. Um, like I said, this is the intro for the EP. It's pretty dope. So check it out. I've been through is everything I am What the fuck you think this is? Think I looked up 
most of my time so my daughter can take vacations and bum fuck. I'm wet, come for mines and guns up. Wanna talk, better run your funds up. I'm front of five, middle finger like a nudie. It's Mr. Turn the Tabernacle to a movie. Oh, we nothing more, nothing to So that with ATL Freestyle. Said pretty, pretty nice, really smooth jump. Um, as there's nothing really to go into with the with the EP. It's a really nice little chill EP. Um, if you like Black's music, you'll dig it. Um, so yeah, check it out. Also, we had a joint from August Alcina that dropped called The Product Three. I really like August Alcina. He has like a lot of um deep music. Like most of his music isn't just like superficial. I got money singing the chicks. Like yeah, he 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 got some good joints where he really talks and talks about real shit. Um. So, yeah, he had more of an album. Uh, I believe it was like 23 songs on it. Um, and I didn't really get a chance to go all the way through this album. But from what I heard, it was really good. It was out August, what he normally does. He He's kind of like, you know, emotional. So he, he tends to sing with his emotions and talk about things that are near and dear to him. Um, so, yeah, he, he got a lot of joints on here. One of my favorites is called Real Recognize Real. On pretty smooth, so check it out. We're gonna play a little bit of it. Rolling through the city with the top down, burn out on my hips so they don't draw down on me. Haters talking shit for what they talking about. On the road to being great, I heard it get real lonely. Used to cry for a deal, now I'm a slave to it. I can't let them take away what I done gave to it. I done came from being broke, look what I made from it I ain't giving up cause I know better days coming Heard that people fake their way up to the top That ain't me Got a little but they say they got a lot That ain't me Every day they fish telling off the lot That ain't me Bragging about a bag that they ain't even got That ain't me Where I'm from I know some niggas that I kill for it See the life you claim to live and they are still for it All that flexing about a check don't make me feel nothing Fuck I said I'm representing for the real so that's Real Recognize Real, uh, August Alcina, off of the product three. Go check that, stream that, purchase that, whatever you need to do. It's a dope project from what I've heard so far. I haven't really given it, like I said, a thorough exam, but it was cool so far. So um, outside of that, I really haven't been really listening to anything. So I can't really give you. I, Starlito did drop. I don't have a song of his loaded up, ready to go. But Starlito dropped a new project. Um and I th- and Pop Smoke is supposed to drop a project this coming week uh, tomorrow. So I'm recording this on a Thursday. So it um it drops on Friday. So that'll be dope. So yeah, that's a, as far as music goes, that's all I really got. Um, I like both of those projects. Out in other August Alcina news, though, since we here, I mean, since we here, I don't really care about. You know, this gossip and all that bullshit, but it's funny. So why not? August Alcina has a interview with Angela Yee, of all people. And he speaks about his relationship with Jada Pinkett. And during this interview, now the interview was really long. Um, During the interview, he was speaking a lot about the death of his sister and honestly, even the life of his sister and, you know, how his sister's life was, 
um, how she was and, and how it affected him and just, I guess, being thrust into the position he's been placed in in his family, you know, being the breadwinner, but also going through his health issues and stuff like that. So it was a really good interview. Um, it was really emotional and depressing, to be honest, but it was a good interview. So during this interview, um, Angela asks about ask him about the rumors about him and Jada getting it in. And um, he responded. So this is what August had to say. Right. What was the real situation with Jada Pickett Smith? Because I don't know if you were pursuing her or mm. you guys had just a close family type of relationship. And yeah. I would love for you to be able to shed that. Here's what I'll say. Um, people can have whatever ideas that they like, but what I'm not okay with is uh, my character, you know, being in question. Mm -hmm. When certain things are questionable that I know is not me or that I know that I, I haven't done, you know, contrary to what some people may believe, I'm not a troublemaker. You know, I don't, I don't like drama. Drama actually makes me nauseous, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and I also don't think that it's ever important for people to know what I do, who I sleep with. Now, that's a bar, but I mean, the way that they was gallivanting on, on Instagram and all that stuff and taking pictures with the filters and all that stuff, it's kind of hard to say people mind your business now because y'all all hugged up. It's confusing to people. She's married to this guy. Y'all are in, in Snapchat filters with, with flowers around your head. And I think he used to write little crazy captions about her. Yeah, people are going to ask questions. You cannot be mad if you're, our, if you're a public figure and you decide to let people in on a certain aspect of your life. You then are responsible for that because it was your decision to do so. So when you and her decided, y'all, well, I don't know who was doing it first, but when y'all decided to take those pictures... That's what's going to lead people to asking you those type of questions and putting you into those situations. Now, you can ignore them like you probably should have, but you can't dictate, you know, how people are going to react when you gave them the ammunition. Like, that don't make no sense. So, all right, here's some some play a little bit more. Uh, side eyeing me, looking at me questionable about it. I mean, I've lost money. Friendships, relationships behind it. And um, I think it's, it's because people don't necessarily know the truth. But I've never done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. I love those people. Right. Literally. Like my family. I don't, ever ha I don't have a bad thing to say about them. They are beautiful people. You know, when something starts affecting my life, um, and not only affecting my life, but affecting my wellness and my, my well-being, and also starts to block my heart my heart space is blocked i don't really have a choice but to express my truth all right i'll all right so he ends up saying that um will gave him permission to have a romantic relationship with his wife jada and that him and jada and the relationship they had he gave his all to that relationship and it, it, it just ended he didn't really specify how it ended and um and just said that, yeah, it, it went away, but Will was aware of it and that it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was cool. Now, it's been r rumored that, and people say that they said it. I 
have never seen the interview where they've actually said they have an open relationship because I really don't follow them to that degree. But apparently they've always said it or they've always alluded to it. They've had an open relationship. So if that is the case, then nothing here should be a surprise. And August is just out here running his mouth because I think they've had rumors to have situations with different people. But you've never heard anybody like come out. Well, I have never heard anybody come out and just be like, yeah, I remember, man. Will was like, yeah, go ahead. Get that cheetah, man. It's all right with me. It's all right with you, too. I don't care. Like, I ain't never heard nobody say it. So here come August with his album dropping. And the interview was already good. And that's the crazy and the saddest part is that that interview is actually pretty good. And it's overshadowed by this moment. Um, So Will and Jada come out, denying it through their reps. And then... Jada announced that she will be doing a red table talk with herself. So she said she bringing herself to the red table. So it's going to get pretty interesting. It's going to get pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I think that um, the, the Smiths are smart enough, powerful enough and wealthy enough to not make this be an issue for too long. I think, you know, Jada is going to come on and she going, she going to talk. And she, I mean, I she is very rare to hear Jada Smith, Jada Pickett Smith talk. And she doesn't sound like she knows what she's talking about. She has it under control, like whether she's right or wrong. I think she'll come from a place where everyone probably will end up understanding and then it'll fizzle away. And, you know, August may come out and say, Hey, my bad. Or he may not, he may just get quiet and whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. I don't really care one way or another, whoever, you know, who people decide to fuck and have sex with is their business. There's plenty of people out here in open relationships while married, while in relationships. Some of you don't know that you're in an open relationship, but you are. So you can't judge nobody. You know what I'm saying? Or you do know and you be lying like, you know, like, you know, he had to work yesterday for real. But, you know, he left and said he did open relationship. You know, you know, you ain't pay for her to get her hair, her hair, her nails done. And she told you when y'all first met that she don't pay for her hair and her nails. So how she get it done? And she said she don't pay for her hair and her nails, but her hair and her hair, her nails done. You in an open relationship. So don't be so judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Just. I did see some parallels to people saying that if she was a man, it would be different. I think that's true. I do think that's true. I think that the narrative may have been a little bit differently coming from a woman sitting there seeming sad and, you know, saying that she was in this situation and then the age difference and all of that, that people would start looking at him and, or, you know, and say like, oh, the guy is scum. He, he, he trashed. He took advantage of her. They would say that. I'm not saying they would be truthful because that would be a lie in both scenarios. I feel like August was, over 21 so i mean he's still young but there's no legal you know there's no legal uh, illegal nastiness and a lot of y'all are out here with these 22 year olds you 40 like stop lying okay stop fronting so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out but i don't see it going too far um that's all i have man i really can't think of anything that's super important for me to talk about i think this is probably my longest pod look at me talking like i got a podcast for real like i've been doing this for years um but i do appreciate everybody who's been rocking with me 
I do appreciate everybody who supported me. I do appreciate everybody who has listened to my drafts and my run throughs and giving me your opinion, whether I like your opinion or not. I still appreciate you giving it because that's the only way I'll get better at this. Um, make sure you like and subscribe on Spotify. Um, well, I don't know if you can like, but definitely subscribe. Um, outside of that, yeah, man, be safe out here. Oh, so, um, like the front of this episode, I'm going to have a black owned business sponsor each one of my podcasts. So if you are, if you are a black owned business owner and you would just like a, you know, to sponsor the podcast, you don't have to do anything, but give me a nice little drop and, you know, we'll get your, uh, business some shine or hopefully with the my little 30 listeners uh <laughs> you can get some love so i did something i want to do so if you listen to this you have a black home business just shout me out let me know and you know send me a drop and we'll get you in there so thank y'all again for listening uh i'll be back next week uh, i know we got new music pop smoke and um some things probably coming up so yeah we'll have a lot to talk about see y'all then peace <laughs>